Hey everyone, what's Hello. up? Hello, welcome to another week of Girls with Fun. How are you doing? I'm good. It's been a lot. It's been a busy week, but I'm good. I think I'm having mild post-concert depression, but hanging in there. How about you? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dang, that was last week. Why does it feel like it was a year ago? I, it really does. Uh, it really does. Yeah, but here we are in a brand new week. Um, so we didn't cover news at all last time, so I'm sure there's some things that we are missing out on, but we're going to cover news starting from the 11th of October. Um, so there's a map of the soul pop-up store. Get your wallets ready <laughs> because it's online from the 23rd of October all the way until the 24th of January of next year. <laughs> Wow, I actually, until you said it right now, it did not hit me just how long that actually is. <laughs> and it's also coinciding with, like, the holiday season, so my wallet. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and I did actually end up, in the last episode, we were talking about the Mott's One sweatshirt that I wanted, and then they were sold out, and then, of course, because it's a big hit, they restocked, and then I was like, haha, yes, and then they were like, can you spell a pop-up shop? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah i was thinking about getting that merch and i'm like no i won't i won't get it this time then they have the pop-up store and i'm like oh god i'm gonna have to spend my money one way or the other <laughs> like it doesn't matter <laughs> they're gonna give me opportunity so might as well just shut up and put up <laughs> and people will always say on twitter like don't like you don't have to buy like don't complain about like what people are buying or whatever and i'm like i'm not complaining about what other people are doing i'm just complaining at my own utter lack of self-control exactly every time like we literally had that episode where i talked where we talked about like fomo marketing and their corporate briefing and how they have indirect artists ip like big hit isn't even or bts isn't even involved in like the production of these items and I'm like, I know all these things intellectually. And then they're like, surprise pop-up drop. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm like intellectually aware of it. But then like emotionally, I just can't control myself. Well, it would be one thing if you could be like, oh, I'll just get one thing. But then the like one thing is like $70. And then the shipping is like 24 So like, <laughs> like you know, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like. <laughs> It's it's gonna cost a lot of money, like either way. Plus, so it takes them so dang long to ship. I'm getting oh. these notifications that like your order is in transit, and I'm like, which order is this? What are we talking about? Yeah, I don't know why all of a sudden I'm like getting all of these notifications for like the book that I ordered, the <laughs> Beat Learn Korean with BTS yep. package that I ordered like yep. months ago. All of yep. a sudden, it's like coming to my doorstep. I'm like, okay. <laughs> What took so long? I forgot I even ordered it. At this point, like, you're fluent in Korean, so... Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, but, like, it's a mood. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I want Big Hit to set up, like, I don't know, some kind of, like, line of credit or, like... Don't give them ideas. Of, like, you know, some kind of account where I can just deposit money. Just monthly, because basically that's what I'm doing now anyway, so... A health savings account, like an HSA, yeah. tax-deferred, but only for big hit. Yeah, just automatically big hit deferred it. savings account. Like, oh, you hit your $500 quota for the quarter. Okay, guess I'm done. 
Yep, just automatically deduct it from my savings account um, or from my check each week. Just take it out because it doesn't matter anymore. Like, I'm giving it to you, so. What about, well. like, interest deferred? Like, like a Roth IRA got, like, a bonked-on IRA where you yeah. just, like, grow your money and can take it out at certain intervals. Yeah, and as a bonus for taking out, like, this line of credit, we get free shipping. That's all I want. Ooh, <laughs> really, now you're talking. I okay. I just want free shipping. Yeah, well, especially if it's going to take so long. I'm, I'm always harping about this, but if it's going to take so long that I don't even remember what I ordered by the time it gets to me, like, it needs to be free. Yeah, all right. We're talking, um, yeah. taking too long Let's on keep this it one topic, <laughs> so let's go. All it's right. a fresh wound for us, okay? <laughs> Exactly. So, on the 13th, of course, we had Jimin's birthday. Happy birthday, Jimin. Also, on the 13th, super big, major milestone. BTS gets another number one within months of each other on the Billboard Hot 100 because they were featured on Jason Derulo's Savage Love Um remix and that reached number one and depending on insert air horn sound here (laughs) yeah exactly i guess however the streams and like their radio play worked they were able to be credited um because i saw there was a lot of talk about whether they would be credited or not if they reached number one but i guess the way that it worked out it was even it wasn't like more streams going towards Jason Derulo were going towards BTS. However, they calculated it was even. Therefore, they were able to have um, credits on the song as well to receive number one. And so, woo woo, yay for that! Um, they are first. They are the first group to have the number one and number two spot because Dynamite was at number two um, since the Black Eyed Peas in two thousand and nine. So we're breaking like what wow. eleven year records. Like that's insane. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I talked about this in the first episode, but the Black Eyed Peas was the first concert that I ever went to, like literally with my parents, probably back in like maybe a little earlier than 2009, maybe like 2007-ish. So, yeah. (laughs) It's a very surreal headspace for me. Yeah. Insane. And also because um, Yugi and Hobie were songwriters on this song they have become the first korean um artist to have what a number one or songwriting credits on number yeah songwriting credits for a billboard number one track yeah right yep so congrats to them because that's awesome (laughs) Um, your soap agenda is thriving (laughs) these days (laughs) exactly (laughs) and um something also really cool I believe I saw that Josh, the producer on um, for Savage Love, was the first indigenous person to have a number one um, mm-hmm. for Billboard. So that's also awesome. So congratulations on that. Yeah. Um, I know we got on here and like, <laughs> 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 I have to like address it because we definitely got on here on not the last episode, but the episode before that, and we were just kind of like. You know, not really feeling the track. So I'm not going to sit here and act like I contributed to that number one. So first of all, congratulations to ARMY who did contribute. Um, and congratulations to BTS for, you know, 
getting that achievement but yeah i'm not gonna sit here and act like i'm not gonna lie like i i did not i was focused on dynamite i thought that's what we were doing i don't know so i really wasn't too focused on this song um yeah i called jason derulo corny and i'm not taking that back so like (laughs) (laughs) well you know apparently hashtag jason derulo is over party um as he was not crediting them for why he went number one yeah, and I'm like, not saying it's solely on them, right? But it's also like not solely on Jason Derulo. So like, be a little bit humble, you know what I mean? But like, but- let's be real. Would that song have reached number one if BTS wasn't on? <sighs> Probably not. Yeah, I do okay, have so- I do have a bone to pick. So first of all, I apologize as well. I said I didn't love the song necessarily, and that's still true, but. Just because one song is not to my taste does not mean I don't want every good thing to come to them. I would just like to say that on the record. So I was just as hyped as anyone else when I saw this. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, we were talking about like other collabs that BTS has done. And I think it's interesting, like soul BTS tracks versus collab tracks. Um, But you and I were kind of talking about like, why didn't, um blueberry eyes get the same kind of promo or attention but i did see that starting next week on the 19th um i guess columbia is going to be promoting that track with max and suga so you know if jason derulo who is not necessarily giving credit where credit is due can get number one max has like the biggest bromance crush on yugi ever like to the point right. that he talks about yugi before he talks about his wife okay like <laughs> there have been multiple instances of this and so i just really hope that we can all move in the same way yeah, and get them I- another one and or i know people are trying to chart school love affair special edition which was re-released this week and nothing would make my petty heart happier than if we chart an old cd to billboard and like Without radio play, because I was driving around. So my mom and I, this is my bone to pick. uh, My mom and I went for a drive yesterday, um, just kind of driving around the countryside, you know, trying to do some socially distanced activity together. Um, And we went out to this like farm store or whatever. But we drove for probably two or three hours, maybe, let's say. Now, I was switching between radio stations. So I will say it's possible that I missed... But I heard Taylor Swift's I Knew You Were Trouble When You Walked In three times. And what? don't get me How wrong. Is that I song? know every word to that song. Okay. Like, I I mean, no disrespect on Taylor Swift's name. Okay. However, why is it that, like, think about the other songs. I was thinking because I read that Dynamite was, like, the biggest selling song since I forget which Taylor Swift song in 2017. But like when Taylor Swift is at the top of the charts, every other track will be Taylor Swift. You'll be listening to Kiss FM or whatever station and it will be like, and now Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles or whatever. Like how many times have you heard that song? All great. No shade on anyone's name. But like when BTS was number one or number two, I did not hear Dynamite played a single time. Even the Savage Love remix that they played was the version without them. Like, why is radio still moving like this? This is my bone I have to pick. It's very upsetting to me. Like, give credit where credit is due. It's so infuriating. You know why. (laughs) I know why. I absolutely know why. And it's just like, we're still here. Like, really? 
Like, granted, Pittsburgh isn't, like, the most cutting-edge media market, but, like, the numbers speak for themselves. So why are you playing, you know, all these older songs when you could play some that are at the top of the charts? And why are you erasing them for the songs that are at the top of the charts? It's just, like, very infuriating. Unfortunately, I think it's going to take many years and many more groups and increasing demand before we see them getting the recognition that they deserve on radio on television wherever unfortunately i just think that's how it's gonna have to happen and i don't even know like we may not see it with bts necessarily but to have like asian artists get the credit that they deserve on um american radio it's probably going to take, like, a while. I will say I did hear they did play uh, Ice Cream by Blackpink featuring Selena Gomez. But, again, like, why is it a feature track? But that's a different conversation. And we're just trying to get through the news here. But for as much as I think we're, like, progressing or, like, moving forward and, like, I was feeling really optimistic with this Hot 100 and then, you know, top two on the Hot 100 and... There's still so much, like, xenophobia. It's not that I thought it was erased. I guess I was just, like, ignoring it for the time being. And then I was, like, driving around minding my business the other day. And I was like, ugh, it's still like this. (laughs) So, anyway. We can carry on with the news. But I want to become, like, a multimillionaire so I can buy up all these radios and be like, hello. (laughs) You must listen to me now. (laughs) Yep. Oh. So BTS also have reached 200 weeks at number one on the social 50 chart. So woo woo, congrats to them. Air horn, woo 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 woo. Um, I hope we don't let that one go because that's like that is a record, <laughs> and I cannot imagine starting that over again. Like 200 weeks, <laughs> like we can't let that one go. So we need to keep like <laughs> don't break your like snap streak. Okay, <laughs> like keep it going. Yeah, keep mentioning them. Like, do not give up on that one. Um, also, on the 14th, BTS, we're, uh, what? On the 14th, <laughs> BTS were on the Billboard Music Awards. They performed Dynamite. Um, they were saying that it was going to be, like, the biggest stage that BTS has, like, ever had for Dynamite. And I was like, I, w- I hadn't watched the actual <laughs> show yet. I just saw the clips, and I was like... W- why is this different? Like, what's going on here? And then I actually watched it and I'm like, oh my God, they're in the airport. <laughs> like, they, they're in Incheon Airport, like, doing the actual Dynamite stage in Terminal, what, two, I think, of the airport. Like, that's that's absolutely insane. Like, I've I just never don't seen even know. Like, like how, how are you, like, hello, yes, municipal authority? I would like to submit a request to completely shut down the airport so that I can right. film. Granted, COVID is happening, so there's not like many flights occurring, but I bet there's still some. Did So, literally rerouting flights for BTS, I guess. Yeah. I'm like, how did they arrange that? Did they have like no flights coming in? Did they do it at like, the crack of dawn where no flights are going out like, probably I, I don't i don't know insane like <laughs> i couldn't even think of like oh let's have a performance in the airport like who to be honest that? yeah i to be honest i wasn't even thinking of the logistics of it until right now i was just like staring at the names there was like washington dc like behind their heads there was atlanta behind their heads there was orlando off to the side i know you were looking there and i was just like 
I think it was supposed to be uplifting, but like knowing how <laughs> things are going here, I was like, hello, yes, 911. <laughs> like, yeah. It, it was really hurting me. I was not ready to deal. So I wasn't really thinking about the logistics of them at the airport, but yeah, that's wild. I also couldn't take my eyes off of that black band playing for them in the back. I'm like, okay, this version of Dynamite is everything right now. Like, <laughs> it's just giving me life very much funk and soul um, in this version. So, also on the wait, wait, before I skip, how could I skip? BTS won top social artists at the Billboard Music Awards. Um, were they they were nominated for the group? If I'm correct, they were nominated for, for top group. Yes, they did not get. They lost top group to right. Jonas Brothers this year, and they didn't even announce it. Um, and I'm wondering if they didn't announce it on the actual award show because they knew that if <laughs> they announced it, that people would stop watching. <laughs> Because they put BTS all the way at the end of the award it was, show. It was strange. Trying to get yeah. leadership. Yeah. It was strange, I will say. But there were a number of awards that were not televised. So, mm. um, but it was weird because I was looking at their, like, live update articles of, like, who won what. And it was, like, not updating for a while. And I don't know if they were hoping we'd just all be like, okay, some BTS. Like, time to move on. But... Yeah, that was messed up. Um, I Again, I shouldn't expect anything else, but it really does grate on my nerves where, like, people will use BTS and hype them up the entire show and, like, they don't perform until the very end and they get, like, one song. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it is funny, though, because in a way it did remind me how far we've come. I remember voting, like, crazy for that. And I voted this year, too, but I was, like, going in every day, maxing out my votes every day in 2017. It was, like, very stressful, you know? Um, but we've come so far that we're, like, mad about other awards. And in the most messed up way, that's honestly kind of a blessing because it shows how far we've come. Yeah. It's just... The criteria um, for that award like okay i saw a lot of backlash as usual um <laughs> going towards the jonas brothers for winning this award right and so like obviously as a jonas brothers fan i'm not going to like say anything negative about them but i do find it odd um whatever calculations they have because i feel like they were trying to emphasize like the period of yeah um, what they were counting. looking at yeah so <laughs> I'm like okay I get it and you know at that time BTS did not have a number one billboard song um, and the Jonas Brothers did but they did have number one albums and they did have worldwide best-selling albums <laughs> and like I don't know I just feel like there was like so many factors that I'm kind of like okay so a billboard number one song does that top everything what is it like what what yeah. is like the determining factor to get you to win this award so next year I don't want to hear a thing it better be BTS it better not be anyone else I'm sorry unless some other group somehow skyrockets past BTS 
this year and like the beginning of next year i like really i don't want to see anything else like it better be bts like for top group like top song, the stadium top tour artist. category i was like is this a joke <laughs> yeah pop like literally like every single category their name better be in it i don't want to hear anything else about it otherwise we know what's up we're on to you we see what you're doing we see how you're moving we're gonna bring it up at the end of the show they had their like criteria or whatever like as they were rolling the credits and there were so many army that like posted screenshots immediately after like we see you and we're watching you exactly (laughs) it's just it's literally insane and honestly i did watch most of it i know people were like only watch for bts but i was sitting at home bored during covid i don't know didn't have anything else going on i watched most of it and there were some really good performances um but there were some performances where i was like bts has literally ruined me like their level (laughs) of like professionalism and their level of performance like every aspect is thought through like obviously the dancing the choreos obviously the background is the next level like Incheon airport okay <laughs> like you know the gucci suits head to toe you know like dr collabs in the past like they are just they bring it every single time um anyway in happier news yes <laughs> Uh, Big Hit was officially listed on the, am I going to say this right, K-O-P-S-I? <laughs> anyway, they're officially- Korean <laughs> stock index, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Stock they're market. officially listed on the Korean stock market. Um, it opened up at double the original amount um, for buying stock. So congratulations to Big Hit on that front. Um, BTS made 20 million <laughs> each <laughs> in one hour. <laughs> I don't know. I got to say this, okay? Like the NBA in me has to say it. So the stock prices did go down the following day. Um, yeah. It was still above what the IPO listed price was. So like they do not like have all of that still, right. but for a brief, nice overnight period <laughs> for a couple of hours there. Yeah. Um, way to be a Debbie Downer. Jeez. No, I love <laughs> it. I love time. it. But we got to be honest about how it works. I think it'll go back up. Um, I would have loved to invested. Um, obviously, Big Hit is taking all my money anyway, so I might as well get like a return. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. uh, here, here's your, you know, you want like a Big Hit bank account. <laughs> Invest in some Big Hit stock, I guess. But um, yeah. I think it's interesting. I I saw an article, I think it was the New York Times that was like talking about how a lot of what investors are going after in the stock is like the loyal fan base of ARMY and not necessarily like the music talent because we're so like brand loyal, I guess you could say. So I thought that was interesting, but the idea of like ARMY being up for grabs, I was like, good effing luck trying to control us because we move however we want like we do what we want we just make things like there's no centralized nodes of power right so any investor hoping that they're gonna like tap into our market you know what i mean like yeah nothing really unites us and i think that's good other than bts right we're super diverse like just good luck 
to any company that tries to manipulate army other than <laughs> anyway yeah it'll just be interesting to see how it goes um especially considering that like you said a lot of this is driven by army so it doesn't have to be now it doesn't have to be five years from now it doesn't have to be 10 years from now but at some point uh bts is not going to be making music and content in the same way that they are now so they're gonna have to get um interests and investments some other kind of way so it'll be interesting to see what they do in the upcoming months years with their company i wouldn't be surprised if big hit focuses more like on the tech right there's the net marble connection weavers has grown a crazy amount you have weavers shop you have all these other artists coming to weavers who aren't even really part of like big hit labels um all these like artist ip low artist involvement products of like the learned korean the educational stuff i mean it, even if you look at like in the soup or any of the bon voyage or any of the video content it's all such high quality i could see them taking what they've built so far and, and applying all of that versus the artist but this isn't a business talk but anyway here, here's my thought <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, just congratulations to them because they really, like, started this company from the ground up and have just seen exponential growth in such a short amount of time. Um, So congrats on them and congrats to them, and I wish them all the best, really. And let's be clear, they still didn't make a ton of money, and I have no doubt that they'll have continued success in the future. So yeah, let me redeem myself here. <laughs> um. Like you mentioned earlier, the School Love Affair Special Edition was finally re-released. When will I get my package? I don't know. Um, I should have ordered it off Amazon. First of all, let's do this right now. Army tip. <laughs> Wait for that I know Amazon you link to, do to be that. dropped. Yeah. <laughs> don't even, like, order it on Weavers. <laughs> By the time just- you factor in shipping, it's cheaper on Amazon anyway. It was cheaper on Target, too. If I had bought it on Target, it would have been even cheaper. If you have access to Amazon, if you can get it from Target, Walmart, I don't know, wherever you can get it from, wait for that link. Don't, like, (laughs) like, impulsively buy it off of Weavers automatically because you're going to be behind everyone else. You're going to pay a lot of money in shipping that you don't need to pay for. Just When is yours supposed to arrive? I don't know. It says arriving soon. That could be December. I have no idea when it's going yeah, to arrive. Yeah, it really could be. <laughs> so, I okay, would just here- be eagerly awaiting for it. Here's my army tip. You can always cancel on Weavers. I've canceled a number of orders, and they're really good about issuing refunds right away. So if, in the future, you buy something on Weavers, because you're panicking about getting one, right? I don't think anyone knew how many reissues of School Love Affair Special Edition they would be doing. But I actually canceled mine and then bought it on Amazon. So just say you found a cheaper price or I mean, Big Hit doesn't care, right? (laughs) They're like, we're selling units. We're selling units in America or abroad in general. We don't care. (laughs) Right. So anyway, that's my army tip. But yeah, I actually had never seen a lot of that content. Like a lot of it's floating around the Internet anyway, you know, but it was crazy. It was really like nostalgic 
it was just like really cute to see baby Bongtan. Like Army didn't even have light sticks yet. Everyone just has glow sticks. There were no army bombs. Insane. Jungkook is like a whole 15 years old. <laughs> Not really. He might be 16, but it was wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched that content like forever ago, but I'm sure I watched it like in like 144p <laughs> like <laughs> could on like read this daily up. motion <laughs> yeah exactly so i am excited to see it again i'm excited to relive um just one day era again Ooh, you are in for a drive once again um <laughs> I will reach my full form when I get this album. <laughs> because You will I, get a Yoongi photo card. I'm speaking it into existence. I, I need it because at this point, it's actually ridiculous. Six years, no Yoongi photo card. <laughs> uh, you have anyway. every member but Yoongi because that would be even funnier. No, so I don't have... I don't have a Jungkook photo card. I think he's the only one. Him, like, Yoongi and Jungkook are the only ones I don't have. But all of my CDs have been Namjoon. <laughs> Almost all of them. So From one Virgo to another, that man's petty as hell. <laughs> I'm waiting on him to, like, actually sign one of my photo cards. Just so that I can, like, know that he's, like, actually sending them to me. Specifically. Because there's just no way... In six years that every album I get, it's from him. <laughs> so like, I'm really thinking he's personally sending these to me. Um, Namjoon, if you're listening, sign the next photo card and the next album that you send to me and I'll know. <laughs> if Namjoon is listening to this podcast, there's like some other things I got to evaluate. <laughs> if he's listening, I'm like somehow shutting it down. I don't know how. <laughs> But we're stopping this podcast. <laughs> uh, anyway, next. So, <laughs> last thing, the Dynamite CD version was uh, put on pre-order. So, let's try Dynamite, like, one more time to number one. I think we can, like, do it before um, the next track comes out for the new album. I think we can do this one more time. Just one more push. Get Dynamite to number one. That's what I really want to see. Let's get it. Come on, ARMY. We got this. And it's not just the one song either. It's like all of them. Yeah. <laughs> all the remixes and everything. So, a good little CD there. All right. Let's move on. Because we're uh. definitely over time. <laughs> So let's move on to our next topic. We wanted to continue with our um, is BTS a genre conversation because we just felt that it was necessary. Um, and because we didn't actually cover everything on the um, K-pop What's in a Name article that we suggested from the r3journal.com. So we wanted to go over the responses as well as the conclusions um from that article today and just talk a little bit more about k-pop where bts fits in that is k-pop a thing why is it a thing um yeah so let's go 
So basically, I wanted to start by asking, do you feel like the BTS is or isn't K-pop um, mantra? Is that a U.S. thing? A Western thing? Do you think that's a worldwide thing? Do you feel like other fans are even talking about this? Or is this just us over here in the West or in America just harping on this topic? I don't know. I think like even during our last discussion of this i probably would have said it was in the west but i've seen a lot of clips of korean news media coverage that says like bts are viewed differently than most idols and that they're viewed as like artists and creators so i don't know i guess i so i really loved the last episode we did i still love it i'm really interested in this topic of conversation but I almost think, I don't know. I, I I feel like it's part of an even bigger conversation that you could put, I guess, like what has historically been considered like Latin music or, you know, R&B or urban categories or whatever you want to call it. Like the labels themselves don't matter except as like the limiting values that we ascribe to them i feel like and not we like you and me but like we collectively right so i feel like if we're talking about it in a genre sense uh i don't really feel like we should i think we talked about this last time like you know consider k-pop necessarily a genre um so i think if we're talking about like idol music like korean idol music yeah sure they fit but just talking about like i guess like why why is even k-pop a thing um like you know why why do we have k-pop obviously we don't have like a pop or <laughs> like like why know? are we laughing at that though <laughs> right like it's i laughed but why <laughs> right um so people were talking about is removing the k in k-pop robbing bts of their korean origin would you consider K-pop to be a culture? Uh, okay, so this is interesting. And the panelists were really divided on is K-pop a culture? Um, and I actually want to reference. So I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. Cedar Ba Seiji. She's a professor, a visiting assistant professor of East Asian languages and cultures at Indiana University Bloomington's Institute for Korean Studies. And right now, she is running, along with other scholars, a really interesting series of events on, like, what K-pop is and isn't. She's very active on Twitter. I definitely recommend following her if anyone isn't already. But she did an event maybe two weeks ago, um, kind of talking about the history of K-pop and how it developed. And from her perspective, I would say, so first of all, she doesn't view it so much as a genre as a form of like production or like a production style, the way the music is created and produced. Um, And she talks about um, a lot of the things we tend to think about with, I guess you could say idol music or K-pop, you know, you have like alternating um, like rap and vocals. You have very heavy emphasis on the visual, Uh, a lot of focus on choreos, teamwork, um intertextuality so we see that with bts all the time right so references to other um art forms i mean that's 
pretty much all of what Connect BTS was too, but even, you know, all the references to Snowpiercer um, and Spring Day, um, Ursula K. Le Guin, um, really the references are endless, right? There's whole Twitter accounts that uncover the references in the Bongtan universe. But anyway, that's what she means by intertextuality. Um, <clears throat> so I think if you look at the history of it, it was never a purely Korean creation. I think even from the beginning, K-pop was something new. Um, and a lot of it had to do with performers performing for American GIs on base or, you know, taking forms they had heard from those interactions and adapting them to local tastes. Based off of what she said and what I've read from this conversation with a bunch of different people, I would view K-pop as a culture, as something that has grown. But is it an inherently Korean culture? No. And like, this is kind of what I think you were hitting on when you were talking about language as like a defining feature. It's that it's generally in Korean, but not entirely, right? Where does that put other groups like Wavy um, or Monster X or... I mean, even Dynamite, right? It's sung entirely in English. So I would argue that K-pop does have a culture and it is based in Korean culture, but it's kind of also a culture of like intermixing. And we talked about Soul and Soul last time too. So I would yeah. say it's a truly globalized <laughs> music form. Yeah, I think... Like, even the name K-pop itself, that term was coined by Westerners, right? <laughs> and I guess it's just been used and accepted in Korea. Because obviously, you know, Koreans were not going to refer to their own music as Korean pop. Because it just doesn't make any sense. No. Um, but because for them, that's their dominant culture. It's their dominant music. Um, but we in the west see it as different because it's foreign it's in a foreign language done by foreigners so we have to coin it by some other term and put the k in front of it because pop i guess for us is american pop so that's the standard so this foreigners thing to me though is where it gets really <laughs> weird and murky because how long have we had a history of like british pop i mean even from the Beatles on or like Adele or I don't know, Ed Sheeran or even from Canada, Justin Bieber, Drake, um, right. so many others, right? Isn't vampire weekend from Montreal? I'm pretty sure. I mean, well, anyway, that's the thing. like it's because it's one, not white <laughs> and two because it's not in english so automatically you know it's going to be called something else it's going to be called k-pop rather than just calling it pop like it is because like you just said it would be called british pop right if we were considering like american pop to be the standard why don't we refer to things as brit pop why don't we refer to drake as canadian pop or canadian rap we don't because, <laughs> yeah, because people just accept it for what it is because they see someone that looks like them they see someone that speaks like them so they accept him as the standard whereas they try to continually separate artists like bts from what they considered standard 
it's racist. Do we end it here? Yeah. Well, but I, but I guess that's what I'm asking. Like, well, then it's inherently based in race. If you yeah. are okay with like white foreigners, or you know, I guess like, or is it about okay? We can cut this because Drake is not white, right? But like, why is Drake more accessible to American audiences than K-pop? Is it the language? Is it race? Is it a weird intersection of race and language and like shared culture? Like I, I don't get it. I I wonder if um race I'm sure plays a part in it, considering that he is a rapper, right? He's half black. He's definitely not like white passing. So he's more like easily acceptable um within like the hip-hop and the rap community i think he's also easily um acceptable to americans because he raps in english and he makes you know rap pop hits (laughs) that are in english um he looks like someone that they probably know whereas i feel like because bts are asian and come from another country like we can't ignore like the racism that asians face even like asian americans face in america um but then you have koreans from korea coming to america still singing in korean still rapping in korean that's gonna going to upset them um because the other they thing don't that's weird it. to me, and this might be outside the scope of this conversation, if you want to cut it, but another artist that I really like is Eric Nam, mm-hmm. uh, as you know. Um, but it's really interesting because he is American. Like he was born in Georgia, outside of Atlanta, right? Like pretty sure he did all his schooling here in the U.S. up through college, and. Why is it, this is a rhetorical question, I know why it is, why is it that Eric Nam went back to Korea to pursue, like, his pop music career versus here in the U.S.? I also think it has to deal with, like, racial stereotypes that we have um, for Asian males in America or in the West in general. Um we've seen the way people have tried to like slander bts um we've seen the way that they have tried to just speak negatively negatively about them um because of their race because of the language that they speak um because of how they dress because of the way they do their hair the makeup that they put on their face like there's just so many stereotypes against Asian males that I feel like that's why it's hard for BTS to make it in America. Yeah, why is it that people are constantly harping on BTS? Like, if you truly think America is a melting pot that's, like, accepting of everyone's differences, (laughs) like, this is a clear example of, like, where that falls short, you know? Like, it's very... It's very strange to me. It's it's just unfortunate that we um, limit ourselves to a certain number of artists that we can listen to on pop 
pop radio, like just like you were saying, you were switching stations and you heard the same song, an old song, mind you. Like three times. Three yeah. times. That's absolutely insane. Like, why do we limit ourselves to so many people that are acceptable within like the American sphere when there's so many artists out there and, and not even just Korean artists. Like there's so many artists worldwide from countries all over that we could be listening to and enjoying, but because they're not um, white or because they're not American and they're not speaking English, then it's not acceptable. Right. And they don't make it like easy for you to even be able to access these other artists like you know there's not that many like world radio stations just playing like you know or it's like flute music only (laughs) exactly i mean no shade to flute music but i'm just saying like yeah not everything world music has to sound like i'm at a day spa all right right exactly (laughs) it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense like i i'm thankful that BTS is breaking into the American market like they are, but it's just kind of unfortunate that they have to be this like spectacle and like this like anomaly from the rest of the industry and that people have to like look at them and scrutinize them um, simply because they're not American and because they don't sing in English all the time. It, it's just, it's really frustrating. And the strange thing is, I feel like. I I could be wrong, right? I only know my American perspective. But when I was living in, like, Argentina and in Uruguay, like, they have so much more exposure. Like, you could go down there and be like, oh, maybe this isn't a good example. But, like, Michael Jackson, blah, blah, blah. And, like, people know who you're talking about and, like, be able to have a conversation with you about his discography. Or you could talk about, like, Lady Gaga or... Taylor Swift like pick your artist right and they'd be like yeah totally but like does the same hold true in reverse I I don't know like it's strange because the world is so globalized like why do like content flows only work certain ways right and like to an extent I can understand like okay yes you know U.S. pop radio is going to play artists from America right but (laughs) I feel like it shouldn't have been this hard for BTS to make a name for themselves in America as it has been you know trying to break into radio trying to um even be nominated for awards you know like it's just (laughs) it's just incredibly frustrating because of the labels that are placed on them this k-pop label they try to like basically box them in so that they can't fit can't be placed anywhere else because if they were like they would win everything (laughs) if they were they were placed in like general pop categories for like best artist best music video best this best that if we're talking about numbers if we're talking about popularity if we're talking about hits (laughs) they don't want it all and you know how people get when um non-americans get in their way quotation marks they start talking about you know why don't you go back to your own country type stuff 
that's how we are and that's what yeah i i think that's like a weird cultural thing because i feel like other places people listen to music i mean like eurovision contest is a thing in europe like people listen to songs in other languages all the time like why are americans so scared of like anything that's not in english like i ask you that like it's not like language specific like just enjoy the song like what are you so scared about and in the same vein to your point like if you have to gatekeep so that western artists can win awards at western award shows that's not a sign that like you're winning you obviously need to like innovate to stay relevant like how much does the award mean if it's coming from such a small pool you know what i mean like you should want to compete yeah with the best of the best regardless of where they're from because you saw how they did parasite oh my god i can't tell you how many people i heard that were like confused why parasite won the awards that it did um or how many people would say i'm not gonna go watch that i have to read subtitles Okay, yes. I would also like to know what is the American aversion to subtitles. I'm the type of person that, like, I leave subtitles on for English shows, too, because I'm, like, (laughs) trying to stay focused and, like, know what's being said, but... Like, do you hear yourself? How embarrassing is that? Oh my god, I have to read? (laughs) This is why we're in the state that we're in now, because you don't read. (laughs) Because you can't read. (laughs) Exactly. Like... You're limiting yourself to certain films because you have to read the subtitles to be able to understand it. Like there's just there's just an entire world out there and you're just living in this box. It's just it's embarrassing actually. It's interesting. I feel like there's a lot of like quietly salty people out there probably listening to this right now like so what if it's my preference? Like I prefer not to read. And like yeah, okay, there's valid preferences, right? Like there are but to exclude something or not make an effort because it's different, what is your preference based in? I would like to know. Just like people need to stop like, and think about their preferences, which at surface level might seem innocuous, but like, dig a little deeper and ask yourself why that is. And I ask you to push yourself, please. Yeah. Anyway, I kind of feel like we went on a rant and deviated from the questions, but it was still good and still related to the overall topic, but. Um, oh, my God, I'm not even anywhere near done. Like we talk about the news way too long. <laughs> OK, because I need I know we're like way over, but because I need a lighter topic for my own brain. What is a funny tweet that you've seen this week? Um, I'll give you. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll give you um, two. Someone was like, but imagine the industry reaction when a 2014 album hits number one on Billboard 200 in 2020. Yep. <laughs> like, I'm ready for it. This is honestly yeah. my energy in 2020. Like, let's do it. Let's just keep showing out because I want to leave them <laughs> flabbergasted constantly. Like, I want them to have no room to speak. <laughs> Like, let's keep doing it. Well, also, I saw these tweets about, like, how few artists have, like, three albums chart in one year and how, like, unprecedented that would be. And I'm like, but what about four? Like, we still have no number. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, um, don't speak. <laughs> someone also said... 
like in quotations, it was like he was insane for this, and it's four very normal pictures of the K-pop boy outside. And I'm like, why are we like this? Really, everything on Army Twit is like maximum hyperbole all the time. No one is ever calm. It's always like, OMG, Tay is washing dishes, and we're like screaming about it. Or like, exactly. Jimin gets an undercut, and we're all just screaming. Do you know how often I see pictures of like Yoongi's hands on the timeline? He's not doing anything, but yeah people are just like dying it's yeah. so funny it's kind of messed up but it's so funny yungi goes grocery shopping and we go absolutely insane like, just oh, lose oh i know what tweet i want to talk about actually you reminded me okay i have two tweets about yungi because he has been coming for me hard i'm like i can't be triple biased i can't and then yungi's like hello and i'm like get out of here so yeah <laughs> resisting that triple bias life hard but okay Yoongi has a level one driving license, making him able to drive buses, and Yoongi has a plethora of knowledge about multiple subjects. Yoongi is basically Miss Frizzle from Magic School Bus. Yeah, I really imagine him when I <laughs> when I saw that with like that little lizard on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> driving the rest of BTS around. There was one, I gotta find it. It was so funny. It was like, I assume I retweeted it. Where could it be? Okay, it was basically Yoongi getting into the bus in Bon Voyage. Or not the bus, the like camper thing in Bon Voyage 4. And he is like pulling up his pants and he's wearing like socks with sandals. And like he's wearing basically like a pullover, like a fleece pullover. And someone's like, why does this seem like we've been married for 10 years, hold weekly barbecues at our house. And like, he's asking me if I remember to buy milk for the week or something. <laughs> and it was just like super random shot of like Yugi getting into the car and just looking like extreme dad vibes. And like, <laughs> I guess husband vibes. I don't know. There's a lot of other good ones, like June flirting with some chick at a fan sign, and like I'm pretty sure I would just pass out. How about him like sending that kissy face, <laughs> like four of them to someone on Weverse? I was like, he's for the streets. Look at this guy <laughs> <laughs> sending out kissy faces on Weverse. I was like, you know what? <laughs> The couch there were, there are all these kidding. people like yeah exactly i was gonna say it's like welcome home cheater <laughs> exactly i mean you know june stands are like all delusional to begin with and we're all june stands basically so basically we're all married to him yeah so everyone's always like he's on the couch tonight or like well he's still coming home to me and i'm like <sighs> guys really we're really doing this right now <laughs> All right, well, since we are uh, going on longer than expected, as usual, (laughs) for this episode, we are going to split this up and continue the conversation in a bonus episode. I'm just, like, thinking about the editing. It's going to be awful. (laughs) So, um, we will see you... (laughs) on the next episode hasta la próxima bye